0: Welcome to Dashway Talks, a show powered by Dashway Consulting, a China based strategic market research company founded in 2010. Hi, everyone. My name is Steve Hopkins. I've been operating within the Chinese fintech industry for the past several years, uh, working at Chinese hedge funds, robo advisors, cryptocurrency investment banks, and wealth tech startups across mainland and Hong Kong. I've been studying Chinese language and culture for the past 10 plus years and the co-founder of The China Guys. TCG is a firm full of professional Chinese China watchers that track regulatory, economic, and policy updates within China's business landscape and present them in digestible, bite-sized pieces through newsletters and research articles. For clients with more specialized needs, we also provide tailored consultative services within the Chinese market. We're newly started, but I would love if anyone listening to this would check us out at thechinaguys.com. I'm excited to be presenting this uh, talk for Dostray Consulting, uh, and let's get started. How is blockchain currently being used in China's banking sector? Right, so obviously uh, the Chinese government uh, on both a national and a provincial level uh, have doubled down on their focus on their priority to the de- continued development of blockchain technology. Uh, And so because of that, there's really been developments in just about all fronts of the financial industry with regards to blockchain technology, from cross-border payments and trade finance to asset management or wealth tech, as you may have heard of it, uh, heard it called, and supply chain finance. And so, you know, a common example to go to is the PBOCs, the People's Bank of China, Um, their efforts to develop a digital currency tied to the value of the RMB. But uh, a lesser known about use of blockchain technology um, is for the industry called supply chain finance. And I think it's actually pretty interesting and something that hasn't gotten as much press uh, as the digital RMB so I'll I'll give that as an example for now. Uh, So within supply chain finance, There's a huge issue that there's a lack of reliable and transparent methods for SMEs deep within a large corporation supply chain to access liquidity through loans, through factoring, any sort of financial services like that. Um, And so right now, the banking arm of Ping An uh, Insurance has an interesting solution that they've taken to approach this issue. They're using blockchain technology to, uh, to track transactions deep within corporate supply chains to allow smaller SME suppliers to, to use the reputation of these larger corporations to access liquidity. And I'll, I'll explain what all of this means. So let's take this, um, put some names to this example. You have a well-known auto man manufacturer, let's say Nissan Motors. Nissan is what's known as the anchor corporation or the top level company that's coming out with a final product and is at a level uh, of operations that, you know, a lot of these financial institutions trust that they're going to pay their debt obligations. So basically if Nissan says, yes, I owe you $10 million, they're going to be good to uphold that. IOU. Um, but Nissan has, to assemble a single automobile, they have multiple tiers of suppliers that they source all of their materials from, from tires to windows to auto chassis. Um, So let's chase that out a little bit. The chassis manufacturer that Nissan is supplying from, uh, they'll also have multiple suppliers that they're sourcing their fittings from. Those suppliers will have suppliers that they source their sheet metal from. And it goes on and on. Uh, so realistically, if you chase this out for all the components that are needed for Nissan to create a single car, you're looking at a pretty tangled web of uh, very deep tier suppliers that typically get smaller and smaller and smaller in operations, the deeper that you go within the supply chain. So bringing this back to what Ping An's doing, What a blockchain supply chain, what a blockchain-based supply chain finance platform can do is provide the infrastructure for an ecosystem where all these suppliers can be onboarded and the flow of goods and transactions um, from bottom to top can be tracked and verified. And so, at the end of the day, this sheet metal supplier from our example can go to a financier. uh, Let's just say HSBC and basically take the IOUs that Nissan has transferred down throughout its supply chain from Nissan to that auto chassis supplier, to uh, the sheet metal supplier. And they'll be able to take it to the to HSBC and say, I've received this IOU um, from Nissan for $10 million. And because they have all of these verifiable records, uh, of the movement of these goods and uh, transactions hsBC's risk of saying yes and providing uh, that money up front to these smaller Smes is very much lessened um, and so because of that they can cash out these IOUs and uh, you know provide these Smes much easier and um, reliable access to capital as a result So again, this is just a very uh, long and drawn out example of the power that blockchain technology can bring and particularly, um, you know, kind of the diverse use cases of uh, blockchain technology within the banking sector. Again, not only in China, but within the global financial system. Any questions? We will find an expert to answer them. Drop your questions in the comments or send us an email, dx at dashwayconsulting.com.